0: War. you
1: don't want them looting africa no us or whatever cnn bbc truth. i don't think they're telling the truth i, I the will truth. never again take at face value any report from the new york times ap cnn even reuters or the BBC or the bbc about any foreign country
0: hey my name is darren and i want to say thank you for tuning in to listen to this special edition of Ethiopian conflicts. Now for those who don't know what is happening in Ethiopia, Ethiopia is going through a civil war and this war is between the main government and the Tigray People's Liberation Front or the TPLF. If you want to know what the TPLF are, the TPLF came to power about 27 years ago when they um, threw out the government of Monguistu and took power and they were in Total control of the country for that long, until 2018, when they had a legitimate election uh, that saw Abiy become the prime minister. Now, recently, they were supposed to have a co- uh, an election, and uh, because of the pandemic, they were not able to have that election. However, the Tigray people, or the people in the region of the Tigray, decided no, this cannot happen. They want to have an election, and, and 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 they attacked the military base. Uh, of the main government and, and so on went on a lot of news came out uh, saying that they had raped people um, they had killed people and and it's 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 that that it's from that point that we saw the prime minister Abi launch an army attack uh, on the Tigray region however that is just a glimpse of what um comes out of you know uh, that we know that happened that things that we've been reading in international media however it seems to be something much more deeper than we know now i was i, I came across uh, several people and and I was reading information here and there, uh, until I came across um, journalists here and some people from actually Ethiopia who live in Ethiopia, uh, giving us a different account of from what we know that the main cables have been publishing as you as you might have had uh, at the intro of this podcast. You might have had some people talk about false news or breaking i mean f- fake news and and not want to not wanting to rely uh on 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 foreign sources and they, they believe that that um the cables that we understand the, the bbc and cnn cnn's have been spreading fake news i don't want to go so much that side because i would love you to hear this from uh, uh by yourself, and and this was a conversation that was happening between a lady uh, called Rania and um, uh, and Hamela, uh, who is a journalist, and, and 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 she was talking about the possible cause of the war, and um, and and she gave some light on who exactly could be behind this war.
1: And then you look at the media coverage and you know, face, you know, uh, juxtaposed to what you just said, we're obviously in a war like all sides are just committing atrocities. That's what happens. And it's terrible. But the media coverage really frames everything in this very black and white way where the Ethiopian government's the bad guy and the TPLF are like these noble rebels fighting to break this humanitarian siege. So, you know, how is this conflict, in your view, being misrepresented, particularly in the American media? And why do you think it's so one sided? Well, my guess is that the U.S. is going with their old partner, right? TPLF was their partner for a very long time, from 91 to 2018. That was the, the, the group that led the coalition that ran the country. I'm sure there's a lot of personal relationships, a lot of financial uh, gains that are uh, made between partners, although uh, you know, I can't necessarily speak to specifics on that. But clearly there is an alliance a beneficial alliance for those two groups, but that benefit does not necessarily trickle down to the Ethiopian people. During those years, a lot of of Ethiopians have complained about human rights abuses. Human Rights Watch has uh, led or given credence to some of those uh, uh, allegations, but there wasn't really a lot of efforts. Just like you see this investigation, this is what you want a government to do. Regardless Mm. of what they are going to find among their own soldiers. You want a government that says, okay, go ahead, come in UN or whoever the independent body is supposed to be. And then we'll do a joint investigation with our government. But those kind of things did not happen during the TPLF reign. There were efforts to get the UN in and to do joint investigations, but eventually uh, they would be curtailed. There were protests in 2005 after the election where a lot of Ethiopians got killed because they thought the election was rigged in TPLF1 anyway. Uh, it's starting in 2015. There were a lot of unrest a few years after the former Prime Minister Melissa died. There were a lot of protests. People were just sick of living under this oppressive regime. Uh, and yet it didn't, it wasn't until uh, 20. Uh, 2018 that, that that Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed was voted in and he was voted in by TPLF leadership and the parliament that they had created. Uh, but I, it just seemed that maybe they thought that he was going to be a puppet and that he was a, uh, wasn't really going to go in his own direction. And when he started to try to move around some of the military uh, people and equipment, which were dominantly loyal to TPLF. And there became a lot of issues. Uh, they went ahead and had that election in, I believe it was October, or September 2020, uh, in the height of the pandemic anyway. Uh, the government said they weren't go- they were going to delay their elections because of the pandemic. And, you know, essentially the war sort of started when they went ahead and had that election. I mean, if you think about whether any state in the United States can decide to just go ahead with their own type of election, Uh, outside of the system that's created. It's essentially starting a war. Mm -hmm. Um, And then they actually started the physical war uh, in early November. You know, they justify it by saying there were troops that were moving around on the north part, Eritrean troops and on the south. But nonetheless, you had an election that was considered illegal and you actually went ahead and pulled the trigger. So to your point, a lot of the U.S. Based or Western-based media does not highlight that at all. And in some cases, particularly the New York Times, there was a recent report with Declan Walsh and Mark Simons. They essentially yeah. say the government started it. So <laughs> those sort of things And you know, I've been in the business for 10 years, mostly for corporate media. I gotta tell you, I will never again take at face value any report from the new york times ap cnn even reuters or the bcc or the bbc about any foreign country i can't do it there's just been so many bold-faced lies and omissions in the reporting that i you can't even call it journalism at all it's purely propaganda
0: now that's what uh, hamila thinks um about who could be behind this war? however she goes ahead and 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 talks about who is influencing the news now for a very long time for the time that i've worked in a media house uh, sometimes you tend to imagine that that the content that is produced and published is actually independent but sometimes there's someone who makes these decisions on what kind of content goes out and and what time it's published, and the angle that is taken. So most of the times, um, media changes the narrative and it controls actually the narrative. If you remember the whole election that happened in the United States, when a cable actually announced that um, Biden had won the election, and his lawyers were shocked, said, "Who declares the elections in America?" And 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 because the media's where on different sides Fox News was you know broadcasting different information and and CNN and BBC's and the others were also uh, publishing different information but who did they believe at the end of the day so who controlled uh, the narrative now here Hemela in this interview actually goes ahead and talks about who actually is influencing the kind of news that we are seeing um, all over on, on different cables and or different TVs, depending on which one that you have been following to get the updates on Ethiopia. Um, and let's listen to this conversation uh, again by Anya and uh, and Hamila.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely! They they seem to be the only ones influencing it. So. One of the things that gives me an advantage in terms of perspective is in the beginning of the war, my mom happened to be in that region. She lived in the States for 26 years and had gone back as a PhD chemist to help the university in LA do some research. So I was particularly invested because of the communication blackout. And I was really trying to uh, do as much as I can work with humanitarian so-called activists, which ultimately ended up being pro-TPLF activists. So I'm very much aware how the information gets through. Literally, activists get a picture or a video or information from TPLF officials there who have satellite connections. And that is what makes it into CNN and makes it into New York Times. CNN's Nima Elbagir, who I've had the chance to talk to once when I was considering potentially going to the refugee camps in Sudan. She's very close with Uh, the head of who who's a TPLF member himself. Uh, She, a lot of the contacts that she wanted to give me to get information on Sudan were literally TPLF affiliated folks. So when you see her report, it shows, it shows there are no reports on CNN about uh, the, the Tigrayan militias moving into the Amhara Afar regions and killing a bunch of people after the government declared a ceasefire after June. Uh, there are no reports of Tigrayan militias or Tigrayan forces or uh, TPLF officials committing any crimes. It just can't be true. Logically speaking, it doesn't take a genius, right? It can't be true that this war is started by this group and that they're not responsible for any crimes and are always <laughs> victims in every scenario, right? And so what makes this all so frustrating is, though, because I am ethnic Tigran people are particularly upset about my questioning oh, yeah. and having this perspective because this country has you know and and people blame TPLF and it may not be true that they're all it's their blame is on on them but you can tell uh it's evident that the lines are really drawn all Tigrans appear to think this way although there's a lot who also uh speak out and then They actually can't speak out even me being in the united states so-called free etc whatever right me asking those questions literally got a swarm of people from across the world to try to intimidate me to stop so i can't imagine what people in the country or particularly in that region they're not able to question the decisions that are being made that affect them
0: now i want you to imagine the power of uh, the media if the media can Take sides and and take content uh, from um, from from a person without even picking the view of the other person because we believe that media is supposed to give each one an opportunity uh, to give their own account. I have been listening and watching. Um, the stories that are coming out of Ethiopia. As a matter of fact, um, on on Sunday, the Ethiopians had a rally where the mayor of the, of of Addis Ababa had a, to say something, and people came together in thousands of numbers and they were saying, "No, uh, the media is the media houses are actually telling the wrong story uh, about um, about Ethiopia." And specifically, if you look at the placards that uh, the people of Ethiopia were holding, they were pinning united states to this and 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 cnn and bbc saying that cnn and bbc are actually spreading the fake news about ethiopia of exactly what is happening in ethiopia but also saying that the usa is behind um uh, this kind of war that is happening in 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 ethiopia i mean these are not my words, but you can listen to one of the protesters um, saying what they were saying uh, um, on on that Sunday where thousands of people attended a rally, coming together to show solidarity um, with the, the government in power. J- just, just listen to this.
2: Hi, everyone. This is Mati from Addis Ababa, Meskel Square. As you can see, there's millions of Ethiopian out there. Telling the U.S. go back, do not get involved in our politics, okay? Ethiopia knows how to run a country. We're not one of Americans' state. We're a country, so you've got to leave us alone, okay? All these people are trying to tell you we're fine, We've we've got a government. We're not going to compromise. There's no negotiation with TPLF. All we want to do is we can handle it, U.S., or whatever, CNN, BBC, shame on you. This is Addis Ababa. As you can see, everybody's out here, happy, shouting, determined to fight TPLF, and telling you, the US government, everyone else who is following this, stay away from Ethiopian politics. Just leave us alone, hands off. This is Africa. You know you think Africa is stupid, but we're not. We know where you're heading. So you've got to respect us. This is what everyone is telling us. So America, stay away from Ethiopian politics. We've been here longer than you are. So you've got to leave us alone. That's all everybody is saying now.
0: Here's my last word that I would give you. Um, as consumers of information. Every time you see or read information, you may need to go a step further to verify the kind of content that you're consuming. Otherwise, you may be controlled uh, by the media and then the truth will be hidden away from you. And that's how and that's why, most importantly, that is why we need to tell our own stories and not let people tell our stories. See you in the third episode of Ethiopia (laughs) Conflicts.